June 10, 2021. It's the Waffle Pedro Show. <laughs>
Thursday. <coughs> Whoa. Sorry. You can tell I ain't man alone. You're the wonders <laughs> of those Estonian softwares uh, with their Skype invention. I got Brother Jason, Brother Donnie from Cutthroat Brothers with me. Welcome aboard for the second time on the Watford Peter Show, gentlemen. Yes, Woo! sir. Thanks for having Glad us on. Right. We already shared a radio experience a couple days ago, so this is actually third time we get to do the radio gig. But uh, awesome. the first one was really, well, I should tell people, we start with John Coltrane. Do, do I love you because you're beautiful? And then first song off the new Cutthroat Brothers album. It's called The King is Dead, but the first song is Killing Time. You're going to have to wait for the title song. It's gone. Uh, but that first time you were on the Watt from Pedro show, it was really instrumental because it's how I got on this record. Now, you know, uh, they asked me aboard. Let's just off it on real quick. They asked me aboard and stuff. And I did this bass and sent it to him. You never know when you send people stuff. You know, I didn't hear anything. I didn't know their stuff was going in, into the bumfuck folder. And <laughs> I thought it was like, you know, let's be polite and just, you know, fuck you very much. You know. <laughs> and, and then they said, that, I don't know, somebody was telling me that this thing was coming out. And, and what, it was like, what? Okay, and let's hear. And so I get in contact and they hadn't got received those five jack the uh mixer man who did incredible job incredible guy a drummer man i find out brother donnie told me and you, you can kind of tell because the drums are so fucking but but so is the guitar and the bass he did everything good it's a good man sound but that's how that's the watts word eye view of how it came together the, the guy in texas in san antonio he of course he didn't know but i i kind of had a little inside information so i yeah, well, yeah, that was it, was it was kind of akin to that uh what we were talking about the other day. It's like that was our that was our digital spinal tap wandering around underneath the Coliseum trying to find the fucking stage moment for the for, you know. <laughs> yeah, that. it was cracking. Like he says something like, "So you're in the studio and there's Mike Watt. What do you do?" Well, fuck, Mike Watt wasn't there. No, <laughs> that's what you do. <laughs> you get some good tracks together and then see if he can, you know belly up to the bar and get it together you know and like that but I, I i don't think he was familiar but you know there's a lot of this trade and files and especially the situation right that we just had and stuff so um but i pretended like they were there i had them in the headphones first i'd play it a few times i only did one track a day so it wouldn't be assembly line rock and shit that, well, well we'll talk about it later but i actually got i got to be part of round two <laughs> but anyway i oh, listened yeah, to man. blasting and stuff and then I'd say, okay, Watt, get the bass on. Now start wailing with him. And, you know, always start off with the wrong too much and get together, get together. Sometimes, though, right away, because the way they play together, I can tell a long time. And they they left space, you know, to let a groove, uh, what do you call that, a grout, mortar in there. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I want to play medicine. This is a great song. Yeah, man. Something back from when you feel sick 
Petty crime or ill-advised plot. A way station between having and not having. A woman's lust is anger. A woman's touch is anger. A woman's lust is anger. After a while, a the scenery repeats itself. Same buildings, but vaguely different. A sign stripped off to reveal an older one underneath. Furniture dumped on the sidewalk. A woman's home is anger. A woman's egg is anger. A woman's home is anger. I pass a warehouse a woman's egg with dirty white anger. siding in unbroken strips facing the street. Not a single door or window. Now an orange streetlight flickers. A woman's nest is anger. A woman's love is anger. A woman's nest is anger. Now a utility a pole buzzes. Anger. Now it starts to snow. Kenwinda piyagu miru yiru 
so ill-suited for Joe He's about to fold The cards are so ill-suited for Joe Joe takes his losing hand Throws them under the tour bus van Off he drives and the cards fly by Falling leaves in an autumn sky It's tough to love Three of clubs It's tough to love Three of clubs It's tough to
semicircle audience.
Watt for Pedro Show, Vet Chuck of Music, Cutthroat Brothers, Brand New Medicine, Jaded Azurite's Brand New, yes, here. And I was telling, I was saying the other day we were talking about medicine, it, it reminded me of just a, just a tick. Somebody's got some sounds going on. Yeah, what's going on? Oh, my fucking car. Okay, okay. Yeah, that I put that that cowboy, you know, uh, corona thing in there. Yeah, you did. Uh, Norteña, Norteña, or whatever. Guitarron. You know, <laughs> sometimes, look, motifs are motifs, but, you know, you 
it's how they're going to function in the song. And I just thought, you know, look, look, I forgot to mention this to you, Brother Jason. But you know what fucking telegraphed that to me was Brother Donnie's fucking drum part sounded like a fucking train. So I thought the freight train thing, you know, boom, 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 boom. You know what I did? I did it to the big train when I covered the Kidman Brothers. Uh, I should tell the people uh, what we're playing. Yeah, we're getting a good fucking... uh, Participation. <laughs> MB Jones and Dang Malu with No Sleep. Patrick Irish, brand new, The Three of Clubs. SWFCC Watt, Bugs Rise. Public Health Bomb from Bob Bucko Jr. Quarantina Part 18, Baby Blue. Latest and serious from Joe Cardamone. Down at the laundromat from Black Randy and the Metro Squad. That's 70s Hollywood punk. 2021-324 excursion Corona V2. That's Matoko Honda up Moketown. She just put that out. Well, maybe a year ago now. I see them from my window. Uh, stair cat kits uh, from No Wave Days in New York City. Bombas Prendon. Scarier than before. These guys record like 6,000 songs, did five gigs. Still going, though. And then finally, Network Glass. I love this band. Uh, this cat, his name Dory, he's in Baltimore. And Audio 914, 1, 2, and 3. And his music's just a fucking trip, you know. Uh, but, yeah, Brother Donnie. <laughs> Shit is happening for you now? Yeah. Because I see your face and we don't really need it. It's probably Bogart and Bandwidth. Oh, I'm sorry. Otherwise, <laughs> okay. it's not. There's a button with the fucking... Yeah, there you go. Voila. Okay. So, you might have not have heard, but that that Corona thing that Jason was talking about, it got triggered or cued. Let's say cued. That's a better word. It was cued by your little riff making like a fucking freight train. Oh. Mine? Yeah, even though yeah. song's called Medicine, I guess, you know... I, let's oh, get into yeah. let's get into the composition shit with the cut through brothers. How, how does it happen? Uh, you know, generally speaking, we're lucky enough usually to get together uh, where I live over here in Hawaii because Donnie he lives in Tacoma, and I live over in in Hawaii. So I'll you know sketch out some ideas on the phone notes or something like that, and when I we got about a records worth of stuff. Or uh, whatever certain number, Donnie will come over and he's got a little kit over here, and we set up in in my living room and work it out. Okay, you know? so but ahead of time it's just notes, like nobody's making uh, little versions or demos. Yeah, little tiny demos, but just sketches, no arrangement. We rearrange everything together. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we, we well, I'll, I'll catch a mood or a you know a or a hook or whatever you want to call it or you know kind of you know a uh, place to to start off and and uh and we'll explore that explore that together you know uh and then we when we flesh it out we go all right you know time to call jack and and get get in there and and start making some but you know some, with that, some with, recordings with a twofer you know Drummy's got to be kind of signature, right? The tune, so it's not the same thing every tune, right? He's got to, wow, this is the part that goes to this tune. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. we we Donnie is an amazing uh, arranger and amazing, very musical like that. Like, I've, I've never played with a drummer that's like, that's, like, that's like him before. You know, he listens to what's right for the song, 
you know. Uh, now, you visit him ever in Tacoma? Yeah, all the time. No, the I asked because I asked because you're a guitar man, and there's Guitar Maniac with Rick King. <laughs> yes, sir. He, oh, yeah. And he's he and you know what? He's the guy who's instrumental absolutely in in this band because when I started writing Cutthroat Brothers songs and playing Slide, I started playing it just on acoustic, and uh, you know making the notes and stuff. And I called Rick King, and I said. What 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 guitar should I play for this music? And I said I've been riffing to listen to a lot of Jeffrey Lee Pierce. I've been listening to a lot of, you know. And he just says, "Stop right there. I got the I got the rig right here for you." And we on our first record before we ever played a note, the first stop was Guitar Maniacs, and he had an old uh, a Wahoo amp, you know those great old, uh, you know little sure. tiny. I think they were actually thing. made for slide uh, lap steels or shit. Yeah, for lap steel, and then he says, he, and he got me a hound, hound dog Taylor Tisco Del Rey, and that's and I and I have two of those from him now that I play. Those are the only guitars that I play, and they just the second that we plugged it in, me and Donnie were like, "Oh man, Rick King, you did it again!" Like you just he just knows, you know what's cool. So and where's Jack? Was, where's Jack's studio? Uh, Seattle. In Seattle, okay. And that's yeah. just up on the other side of the sound, right? From uh, you get it. Donnie. Yep. Yeah. And uh, for yeah. for example, for for the King is Dead, how many days at Jack's pad? Uh, we did the King is Dead in four days. Four days mixed and mastered and finished the whole thing, and then before before we sent it off to you, but. Uh, that's yeah, four good. days, three three days. The first one, four days on that one. So when he, so, when Brad Donnie goes to Hawaii, then he gets good and cracked up with you, or, or do you come over here to do the prac? Over there's more of the composition. Uh, we we've done it both ways. Okay. We've done it both ways. We do some here, and then generally speaking, we we go in uh, over there somewhere for a few days at a friend's place or get a place, and uh, and and work and really like tighten up. You know, you know how it is. I guess like. We, we do the endings like how's this going to end you know like because when you're kind of riffing it over here we're just like oh whatever just do it whatever who cares no, or whatever so we, you know what that sounds like like professional wrestling in the old days like when you're doing high school gyms and they, <laughs> and they call it a schmoz you know they use a lot of these shortcut uh, language jargon right and the schmoz is like we're just going to make it up you know somehow you know I'm going to come off the buck or whatever <laughs> Schmaz. <laughs> it's probably Yiddish or something like that. Uh, hey, Donnie, were you and Zeke when I played, uh, what was that club in Seattle under the freeway? Was it called Speedway or something? Under the Rail? Under the Rail, that's what it was called. And I, I remember uh, yeah. sharing a yeah, bell with Zeke there. Yeah, I was in Zeke then. Okay, okay. You know, the good thing about Alzheimer, you're always meeting new people, playing with new bands, you know. <laughs> I was just yeah. checking. We're at the end of the first hour, July, June 10, 2021. Dishwap Peters, our special guest, Cutthroat Brothers. Hold tight for hour two. And uh, he was talking about the evolution of Guitar Maniacs, and you won't, this is going to blow your mind. But we were sitting there eating, and I, I said, What? Because it really took off for him in the 90s. You know, he opened it up in the early 90s, and it kind of took off. And I said, How did that? How'd that all come about? Like that it took off and he goes, well, it was Mike Watt. You, you, you came and visited him and then you sent all your friends over there. And that was how he, 
that was how he got his 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 uh his business going was was because of you. There's a lot of shit that you that you're instrumental in that you might not know. But about, a guy who yeah. don't who was kind of quiet who turned me on to him was Jay Maskus. In fact, he gave him back right. the fucking jazz master that Janelle's client, his favorite one he got from Rick King, this fifty. Oh man, but That's look, amazing. look, June June ten, twenty twenty one, the second hour of the Walt from Pedro show.
sinking death-like breaths of waves on the beach. The drums teaching the universe how to sing. The shouting boys and pouting girls and all the freakish normalities of a town drowning in itself. But all young Joe was on the go to a heaven that did not discriminate. No monkey men at this gateway, no fish in the barrel, just the open arms of a glowing infinite Jesus. A godhead, a palace of the mind for those who are not yet dead. Young Joe was in the know, climbing through the maze of trees over rocks and onwards up to the clouds to go swimming there above the ground in weightlessness. Young Joe, the pox bottle they traveled in school. The young fool, the roaming dog, his vision expanding like a newborn sun. He moves like a beetle and below the lights of the town melt under the weight of pure consciousness. There was no fear of how to get back from here, for back there was nowhere and young Joe was on the go. Up ahead, he can taste the decimation of memory, every molecule drifting down river, away and away and back to a swamp of self-imposed suffering. He's lifting now, as the moon swells and blooms over the crest of the hillside. The ghosts of sheep go bleeding through the valley like angels, and bells echo up from the town with the sounds of Rising sense of the body disappearing into air. There's young Joe mushrooming into a cloud of reconfiguration. He laughs as over the town a strange new dawn is suddenly breaking.
Rock for Pedro show. Second hour start off with well, a little spiel from Jason there on uh, Rick King being very kind. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Rick. <laughs> okay, the King is dead. Cutthroat Brothers off the album with the same name. Ben Salter from Tasmania. After that, destitution. The plaster plaster men with I'm not a out of Ithaca, upstate New York. Trooper troop out of Poland. Rise and fall. Hein Hein Heinmach. Heinock. And I think I wrote Ooh. that wrong. Island Radio. Sorry. Deep in the Woods 66 featuring Uncle Teardrop from Dublin, Ireland with Monjan Out. Uh, and then Out of Control, uh, Cutthroat Brothers. Yeah, you know, when we were talking with that cat, uh, fuck. Yep. Whoever, the radio man who was very kind. Uh, Chuck Van. <laughs> Chuck, yeah, Brother Chuck, San Antonio. And Don Bonebreak came up, and a song like fucking Out of Control. You know, Donnie, when you worked the fucking floor, Tom. Yeah. Not, not, did you ever do the 1618? The sixteen eighteen floor, Tom? Yeah. I know. Ne- I never have. I've only, I've got the 16. I always worked that thing. Yeah. But you know, there was a thing for a while. Maybe John Bonham is using two floor. Yeah. Yeah, he did. And, uh, but man, you got a thunder. See, that just shows you like six, seven string basses. What the fuck? I mean, when it comes down, you don't need more drums. (laughs) The Carl Palmer thing going. But that is more, more is less. <laughs> something. Well, you know, with the low end, I know if you got too many notes going, they cut, uh, they cancel each other out, so you do get more punching. If you find the right ones, it's not the most ones. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> right. So this uh, out of control, man. Yeah, bitching, bitching, bitching. That was that was one of the first uh, ones that, that we kicked uh, it off. Started started harmonizing together. Oh, yeah, yeah, because some of them, I can hear him singing with you. Yeah, some of we, it we sounds go, like you're doubling we, your voice. We, we did that a lot. Okay, we went on okay. tour in Europe. We started doing that a lot. It was really great. So, so, so that was an, an original Cutthroat Brother thing that you developed into that? Yeah. Okay. What about Taste for Evil? I want to play that.
hovered like a man on the street.
Watch for Pedro Show. Taste for Evil started that chunk of music out off brand new Cutthroat Brothers album. Then Are You a Cop? They got a new record, and that song's called Hi. Of course, you know how it's spelled. Uh, Klein Quartet. I just recorded something for Brother Scotty in North Carolina. That's, too, that's a great sound. It's like microphones in your fucking uh, chonies. Klein <laughs> 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 uh, uh, Quartet with Head Phobia. No, Haiti-phobia, too, people in hell. Then brand new from Blood Quartet out of Barcelona, stress of her high reg- of her regard. That's got uh, Mark Cunningham from the No Wave. What do they call Mars? Yeah. Sun's brand new thing, witness protection. And then finally, Get Haunted, the Cutthroat Brothers. So uh, 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 when it comes to, like, p- production, who do you give the credit to, Jack, or you guys, or co-produce? Or... Yeah, it's a co-production thing for sure. Okay. I mean, because, Jack, well, some producers hundred... like you to play the songs for them before you even go in the studio so they get ideas for them. Did, did you, you, but you guys didn't do that for Jack, did you? Not on the first couple of things, but we have been uh, in the la- last bit because uh, – I feel like we're just getting to know more of what we want to do and how we want other people to, you know, add to what we're doing. So we want them to hear it beforehand, you know? Okay, okay. Yeah, so you are like playing it before them, before you commit to the fucking dealio. Now we are, yeah. yeah. It's, we've, we've grown to that. Yeah. You know, your first recordings were with Jack, right? You've All your recordings have been with him. Or am I wrong? Yeah. It is. Okay. No. Yeah. Yeah, they are. That would be, including the live album that was uh, recorded in Europe, we've done four uh, records completely with with Jack thus far. So. And what'd you do do for the live one? You brought him uh, tracks that you recorded over there? Yeah, they recorded it from the board and it was real good. And it was the very last show of the the tour as well, just by chance. So uh, we... uh, Man, it uh, you know we were all greasy and tired and and you know how you get uh, from playing real uh, for for weeks on end, you get real uh, real get loose together, and, yeah. and and good. You get it together a little bit. So uh, yeah. yeah, it turned out turned out real good. And you know, and also probably the material. It's probably a collection of your greatest hits. Yeah, you know, at that time we had two records. We showed up and the booking agent was like, how long is your guys' set? And we're like, I don't know, 35 minutes. We've only ever opened for bands. And they're set. he's like, oh, that's not going to be uh, nearly long enough because we were basically headlining the, the tour and didn't know it. So we had, to turn into, <laughs> we had to turn into this completely different band. So there's some of the tracks on there that are really fun. Like we get real, like draw out these like Bo Diddley parts and you know get a little like uh get a little loose and extend things and so that was something that we discovered just from touring uh that we kind of by necessity but so, uh so that, that, that live record has its own versions it does yeah some of them are, are are similar to the record but some of them are are completely uh completely different which is we we really started to enjoy that part and discover that part about ourselves too you know uh Oh yeah, you, you, you know I've been to gigs where I see a guy press a fucking space bar on a crap top. 
Okay. Yeah, nobody that's likes little, that. That's a little different. We this will be this will be a, a another a tribute to to your experience as well. But we were playing. You, you know Vera in Groningen. Absolutely, I'm sure it's a great place. Peter, uh, one of one of the best ever, and. We figured it, that the the audience would finally let us stop playing, and when we if we would do kind of a rave up version of "I Want to Be Your Dog," uh, you know, then they'd be then they'd say, "All right, you know, like that's that's good." And and uh, the Peter I think is the Booker, is that right? Yeah, Donnie? Peter. Peter he, man, that guy he, he's he runs the pad, right? I've worked for him forty years or something. Yeah, he's he's amazing, and he always has the best stories because so many great people have graced that that stage there you know heroes you know like you and you know like uh my, some of our musical heroes and he was like ah oh, yes i wanna be a dog he goes i remember the first time sonic youth played here they ended with that it's a little different than your version but i was just like holy shit like you're kidding that's amazing you not know like, they did used to do it not all the time but i saw them do it in egg was there at the, for their last song? He came on stage and you know did his twisto with his body. And, <laughs> oh my you know, god, that's yeah. amazing! Man. It was righteous, it was righteous. Look, we're at this end of the second hour, June 10, 2021 edition. What Pedro Show special guest, Cutthroat Brothers, hold tight for hour three. June 10, 2021, it's the third hour. What from Pedro Show.
Pedro show. Started the third hour off with the Cutthroat Brothers doing wrong. Then uh, John Duncan and Stephanopoulia with Try Again, brand new record from them. Born Shit Stirs. Shit on my face, Kyoko. Kind of funny, Kyoko. <laughs> I don't know if you guys, you, you Braille, you read Braille. Or, can you hear Braille? If you can hear Braille, you might hear my bass. I actually play bass on this song of theirs, but I'm not in the mix. So, <laughs> but, uh, And uh, Slang after that, which is some uh, Hokkaido hardcore. Rosoko no Machi. I mean, these are the guys from there. The Born shitsters are gaijin. They're, they're uh, what do you call that? Immigrants. Right? They immigrated. One's from Seattle, I think. And one's from uh, England. Uh, then Kiwi Jr. Th these guys are from Toronto, but they're actually from Maritime. I've never played Maritime. You know, it's like fucking <laughs> eight hours east of Montreal or something, right? But one day I'm going to do it. Fuck it. Halifax, um Nova Scotia. Have you guys? No, I haven't been. I have not been to Maritime. I've been to Canada, but not to Maritime. Yeah, it's you know, I've been to Alaska once, but it was like Hawaii. I flew there because it's like three days from the border. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> to work it in a tour is tough, but one day I still got to get that freeway out to Hawaii. These interstates with the letter H. What's that about? Okay. Lisa Cameron yeah. and Sandy Ewan with Abyss Abyssal Grenadier. Great drummer, Lisa Cameron. And then finally, Cutthroat Brothers. Shake, move, howl, kill. Okay, so what about words in Cutthroat Brothers? Uh, do they come first? They come last? Do you keep a little, like, lyric book? Yeah, I do. I have the, I have the same lyric book actually from from the very first record. I I, I hope to God I never lose that thing. But uh, I keep, I have the same notebook, and you know uh, they I don't know. We we have some. Uh, it's never really finished until we're, we're laying down the final thing, and you hear it you hear it talking back at you. You know what I mean? We try not to fill in the blanks too hard, uh, but. Uh, yeah, what about, I think what, what, what about titles? Too. When do titles come in? Titles come in pretty early on uh, to set set the vibe, I think, and those just kind of are, you know. Well, one thing, one thing Jack and Dina was good at was breaking me of horrible habits, like like thinking of clever misspellings of words and stuff like that. Pun rock, you know that I yeah, that I thought was like great, and he's like, don't you know? He's like, you know, nobody's going to understand what you're doing, and sure enough. The record gets pressed, and they're not spelled the way that I spelled it because I thought it was funny to make it like look weird, like Prince or something. I don't know, like but pun, uh, like pun <laughs> pun rock, <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. No, oh, I, I have a question for you that I wanted to ask you. Okay, on the show, rock and roll wise, because you asked oh the very first interview we did the first interview we did yeah. with you, you asked us what our first instruments that we ever owned was, but I'm just interested. Yeah. The first rock and roll song that you ever learned to play, uh, what was it? Yeah, on the, on the bass, uh, Sunshine of Your Love from an eight-track Cream. Yeah, right. yeah, which that's is, a good one. Which is the same lick the guitar guy's doing, kind of. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> they do that in the blues sometimes. It's okay. Sometimes you got to get unison. Just think if they would have counterpointed on that fucking Beethoven's fifth, you know. Bam, 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 bam. You don't want that. They sound like fucking Kenny G, right? Yeah, you don't want that shit. Sometimes you no. got to all come together and play the one riff, the one. I think George Clinton said everything is on the ones. Sometimes you got to do that. So that was the first one. But the, the title question for me, for you, is because that's what I got to do, Brother Jason. I got to give it a title or I've got no anchor. I don't know how to aid in a bat. With, maybe it's writing most of the shit on bass. I don't know. I want to play. Yeah. Here's a good one. Candy cane. So, you know, there was a, a bass player, right, that did a little cramps bass named Candy. Yeah. 
sense in your head If I whispered sweet enough
Last music for this edition, Candy King, Cutthroat Brothers, Unbroken Mantra from Tim Wholehouse and the Tourette Boys, Peniel Ventana from Dark Cloud, that's brother Jason Lafarge, bass man in Brooklyn at, uh, what's his studio called, Seizures Palace, brother Steve, <laughs> great name, right, Mark Bruce's got yeah. that there. and then Cutthroat Brothers, uh, Throat Brothers, filing with Black Candle. Which was, yeah, I tried to do a mambo, huh? Black mambo for, uh, <laughs> right, who, who'd we lose there? A point guard that came out of high school. That was his nickname, was mambo. He got killed in a helicopter a few months ago. It's terrible. Oh, shit. Oh, uh, Kobe? Kobe Bryant, yeah. Okay, so what I wanted uh, people to hear what we were talking about off-air, people, is about credit not get, getting to uh, Poison Ivy. You know, this happened with uh, Chuck, uh, not Chuck Berry, the other man on guitar in the older days. Bo Diddley. Bo, Bo Diddley, Diddley yeah. would never, he, when I saw him open for the Dills in the Clash, he, he or the Dills opened for him and he opened for the Clash. They should have been both, right? He was a man alone. But in the older days, he always had a lady with him, right? And, and she was called some kind of royalty name, the Duchess or some shit like that. And she, they never got credit. And she was bad. She played kind of like, that reminds me, with these good, uh, great, and there was two of them. They didn't play at the same time, but different shifts. So it's it's funny about what stuff gets recognized and what stuff don't. Right, right. Now, they yeah, did have what, that. I don't know why people, I don't know how that happens, but it's just clear to, it's clear to me when I hear when I hear her People should be should be talking about her more to me. You know what I mean? I just when you hear the Econo way she plays and just how she's it's always right for for the song. What's well, it's the I mean, signature it, for the song. That's how you know it is. That's not generic absolutely. shit. Yeah. Now there's that one guy with the hair on one side, he's got some weird signs on the songs the Lord uh, taught us, you know, and okay, but man, it, it wouldn't make any sense if it didn't have, in my opinion, Ivy's. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So, yeah. <laughs> a bit, a bit too bad. And I think with the drums, no rack, right? Just a floor. Yeah. A snare and a kick. Yeah. From what, from all, from what I've seen, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think there was then, a. You know, like a Tad, I got to do a tour with Tad Falco, Pat the Burns, and he he knew about them cats, and he said, yeah, it was a weird mix because like that guy was into baseball and. <laughs> <laughs> but you know in the old days that's the way a lot of punk bands were you had different kinds of people they were united another way right 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 and i think that's okay that you don't want a bunch of fucking 
Ken and Barbie dolls. It was a pretty great fucking band. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, the oil and water thing? Well, yes, yeah, sometimes you want oil and water because it makes trippy colors or whatever the fuck. You did sure. That, right? And when you light on fire, it pops and anyway, stupid shit. I le- I you, le- you, you, you must learn a lot about that band chemistry stuff by playing with lots of different people and stuff. You know what I mean? Like... Uh, is fig- figuring out because everything's different, right? Absolutely. Like what what motivates people and it gets them to 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 create. Some people like conflict and some people like to fight and some people are against you know to go the other way and and it's just interesting. It's a, every, that's why I love about about ensemble band you know co- combinations is the different dynamics between the people. It's all that's what it's all about, right? Yeah. Now the Cramps, you know, they were still doing gigs, different drummers, but there was something about. Like you're saying, that chemistry. I, absolutely, uh, I agree with you. So, uh, the next thing you guys got planned is uh, uh, it's, it's Saturday, right? Because the record comes out on K's B Day. Yep. Okay. On- so, people, it, it, uh, King is Dead, Cutthroat Brothers, June 12th, Saturday. And uh, now it ain't Hound Dog. That's Hound God. Yeah, yeah. Hound God. <laughs> And it's 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 the Cutthroat Brothers and Mike Watt. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mike Watt is yeah allowed to be a part. Of and it. I have a big thanks to you as well for uh, Brother Raymond hooking up that oh, beautiful yeah. artwork. Yeah, my oldest friend. Yeah. Man, he 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 really uh, that just it just looks great. Yeah. He's just a real it looks classic. Yeah, it's classic. <laughs> I think he was first doing knives. They always had some hippie holding them, so that was a little different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Anyway, thanks for so much. And we didn't get to talk much about it, but when the second album comes out, people, Cutthroat Brothers again let me aboard, so we're going to play all that and talk about it next time, okay? Thanks so much, Brother Jason, right. Brother Donnie, for coming aboard. And can't wait till next time. I can't wait to play with you guys in person. Buddy, awesome. we're going to get that happen. It's going to happen. You know, I can't wait to do that. Okay, okay. Uh, people, it's been June 10, 2021. This is Watt Pedro Show. Keep your powder dry.